Hello and welcome to the Amon and Two Bees podcast. The three bees go buzz, 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 buzz. The three bees go buzz, buzz, buzz all day long, all day long. I'm Emmett. I'm Brad. And I am Amon. Emmett, uh, what? Alright, I found my phone. We can carry on. Okay. Uh... What have you been up to uh, this week, boys? Um, anything, anything big happen <laughs> over yeah. the weekend? Yeah. Yeah. What's that, Brett? Uh, I saw Captain Marvel on Thursday. Oh, how was that? It was really um, average. It was just average. Was it average? Was it another it's Black Panther? It's just a little bit average. I mean, it's not the worst movie I've seen. Was it? Was it worse than Black Panther? Well, Black Panther was awesome probably the movie of the year so it's hard to compare with the greatest movie of that generation terrible movie terrible terrible overhyped movie but they must have spent a ton of money because they had to I thought Samuel Jackson because they put the machine on to make him look age reducing machine yeah he would have been in about 70% of the film oh man (laughs) it's a lot of like is he Captain Marvel no he's spoiler Nick Fury what? <laughs> but uh, he's happy Nick Fury. He's happy and laughing and giggly Nick Fury. So he did, so he's not as serious as Nick Fury is later on. From the first Iron Man. Because something bad happens to him in yeah. that movie. Something bad at the no, end. No, he seems quite happy by the end of it still. Oh. So, who knows? Hey, dude, just tell me. Spoilers. Was there any reference to the fact that all the uh, heroes disappeared? Yes. That's all I wanted to know, Brent. I'm happy about that. I think uh, we need to talk about the elephant in the room here. And, uh, yeah, get out, elephant. And the uh, <laughs> about the door. As the Brent hasn't lost any weight until recently. How do you know? Um... Oh, yeah, dodging bullets around Christchurch. Yeah, well, I left I left the city before that happened. Yes, I noticed. Landed, it, landed in Sydney and my phone went crazy. Um, did you get locked in at your work, Amal? No, no, we did not. Did you get locked in at your work, Brent? No. I thought it's going to take me forever to get home, so I better fill up the van. <laughs> yeah, I must say it was pretty quick the way I went too. Uh, I think uh, by that point, uh, places that were on lockdown hadn't been let out yet. Uh, and the places that weren't, everybody had gone home. So there wasn't very many people on the streets. Uh, it was a fairly smooth ride home. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Was it, was it weird, like going through town, if there was like no one on the roads? Well, it wasn't that. There wasn't nobody, nobody. There was a few people. Oh, no, it was where quiet. I, where I drove, there was nobody, nobody on the road. Ah, I right. could okay. sit down the road and see nobody in some No traffic. Right, right. Probably shouldn't be here. Yeah, that's often the feeling you get when you're completely uh, uh, empty in a uh, busy spot. 
Well, especially since you kind of had an inkling of what was going on, I would have thought that would be a bit scary. With the guy going to Facebook and putting it on there, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of talk about how Facebook should have shut that down. Right. Yeah. They did, didn't they? Did you see it? It took 10 hours. No, I didn't watch it. People go, go, do you want to watch this? I go, no, thank you. (laughs) Did you see it ever? No. I, 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 I didn't realise what I was watching at the time until, uh, until I saw it. So, uh, I, I thought it was something else. Like I didn't, uh, somebody had sent this to me. Uh, and, uh, In case anybody's known, the guy streamed the video. He did, yes. shooting the people. So, uh, so, yeah, I saw sort of the start of it when he went in the building. When I figured out, oh, this is actually it, I, yeah, I stopped watching it. Yeah, I, uh, I learnt my lesson. Remember years ago, the, uh, there was a whole lot of journalists, or Americans mainly, not all, only Americans, but getting their heads chopped off by the, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. By the Taliban. Well, ISIS or something. Also one of them, yeah. I, I watched a video of that happening. Mm-hmm. And uh, I get in my head the whole time I had, oh, this isn't really going to happen, this isn't really going to, and then it happened, and <laughs> I, it scarred me for a long time. So, no, I won't be doing anything like that again. Mm, mm, mm. But, yeah, they're running for 10 hours, you could still watch it. Right, right. And well. they're saying, well, we can't help it. Well, surely they can help it. No, wrong button. Yes, hello, Kelly? Actually. No. Hey, Callum. Hello, Callum. Welcome. Welcome to the three B, two B's a name on podcast. That's his thing. Oh yeah, this is gold. So yeah, so it's streamed for 10 hours. 
Well, are the news no. stations not allowed to, or have they decided they're not going to show it? No, they, they wouldn't be allowed to show people being killed. They show bombings and all that kind of stuff all the time. Yeah, but they wouldn't show people executing people. I'm sure when those behe- I'm sure when those beheadings were going on, you saw like right up to the moment of yeah, yeah. But, you didn't show them. but but Facebook isn't a media outlet. Well, it's, it's a different. Saved, it's a different beast. But in some ways, it says it. Well, it is because it says it's social media. It collects ad revenue from its social media. Yeah. Why should they be any different? It's tear down these large corporations. But it's social media. It's not media media. It's still media. There's still this. Most people now are getting their news from these sources. Who makes the rules on what Facebook can and can cannot show? It's no one in New Zealand. Ah, uh, censorship you're talking about. Like we do to the TV, to news companies. I'm, I'm all against that. You program. can't show anything you want on the internet, Lindu. You certainly can't put kitty porn up anywhere. Because like, the, the police will be knocking on your door very quickly. Yeah. Uh, and they'll shut that thing down almost immediately. So you can't just put anything out there. No, but uh, there is lots of videos of people dying and things like that. It's not there something. Are, it's yeah. not something you can't show. Apparently, yeah. Like unless it's a picture of you murdering someone. Like this guy was doing. Yeah, like this guy's doing. So you can't show that. Good point, Britt. Well, no, you, I mean, I guess you can show it. It's just, it'd be bloody stupid because they'll come and catch you. I think they would. They need to pull all this. Pull all Instagram, Twitter, uh, all kind of... Go back to just... Media. Go back to just TVNZ. Or maybe just one radio channel. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Nothing too racy. Just RNZ, wouldn't they be good? I'm not, I'm not that hip-swinging fella. Yeah. Elvis Presley. Uh, I mean, I think it's poor form and I'm not going to watch it, as I said, but... Yeah, I'm undecided as to whether they should or should not have pulled it. I think, uh, besides anything else, it makes it very difficult to mount a, uh, a legal case against this guy if everybody, if anybody on that jury has seen that video. Like, that's, that's pretty damning... Uh, pretty damning testimony they've already seen the, uh, and been exposed to for a long time before the trial. Clearly this guy's going to go to trial and you'll need, uh, they won't want anybody on that jury who's seen that video. I would say the majority of people haven't seen that video. Yeah, I would say so too. Yeah. I, I would also say I would be hard, if he's videotaped himself at any point, it's going to be hard for the judge to take it into account. I don't, you've already seen it. I don't think... I don't think there's going to be any doubt whether he did it or not. I think the only things you'll be looking at is, was he insane? Oh, here we go. Zeman doesn't want trials now. No, I'm saying go through with the trial. But I'm just saying I don't think there'll be any doubt that he did it. I just think it'll be whether he was insane and it'll be all those kind of legal arguments. 
what I want to know is when you're the policeman bundling this guy into the back of the cop car, how do you resist the urge just to break his fingers? Because they're better human beings than you, Emil. The professionals. It'd be very hard to tell if he was resisting slightly or as an accident. Uh, well, maybe for you, Emil. Some of us have more self-control. That they are a Moana one. Yeah. Yeah. And they shot him and then they just they had the police taking a cigarette while the guy's lying on the ground dying. Yeah, yeah. I'm not exactly sure that's true. Yeah. <laughs> it might have been a bit of license or whatever, but Yeah. Like and and if that did happen, I don't know if I'd have much sympathy for him, but I would hope that it wouldn't happen. Really? Yeah. You wanna know you want this person to be fired because you want to know why they did it. Who else was involved? Yeah, that's. I just assumed this guy was going to kill himself. I think he, I think he wanted. I think he, by the looks of what he was dressed up like, he was looking to have a long siege somewhere. Yeah, well, I, like, but you've, I've heard, but I've heard lots of things. Who knows? Yeah. But um, I've heard that he was, yeah, going to just keep carrying on. I don't know what his next target was. but I, I suppose we do need to clarify that for the audience. At this point uh, it, is, uh, it is the uh, Monday after Friday events uh, and uh, we don't know how long it will take for him to actually post this. Uh, so it may be months later that we actually <laughs> issue them. So this is t- uh, two days later. Uh, so we, we don't have the entire full story at this point. Okay, depending on which way you look, between two and four days. It's not two days. That's three then? Between two and four is three. It's been, there was uh, Saturday and Sunday since the... And Monday. We're basically through this day. You said basically. I'm just saying, somewhere between two and four, is it? Three. That's between two and four. We can say three. That's between two and four. There's nothing else between two and four. So, my my question is... How do we prevent that? Was there anything we could have done to prevent this happening? And, and is there anything uh, moving forward that we could do to prevent this sort of thing happening again? It's very difficult to without encroaching on people's freedoms. I know, but at some point you've got to let a little bit of common sense in too, don't you? Like, yes, but this is a one-off event in the history of our country. I would say there's probably a good... Opportunity. Oh, I guess not, because there was the Aramoana one, I guess. But. Wow. Yeah. But, you know, they're few and far between in this country. 22 years. Since Aramoana. Yeah. yeah. But it sounds like he wasn't alone, this guy, and they had nothing on him. What is, uh. Well, maybe it's just a nutter. That, like, maybe it would just. Let's say it was just yeah. me. Very, very hard to. Like, like, if he'd done nothing else before in his life, how do you know? It, uh, it would be very hard to pick up on, uh, yeah, a, a completely out of the blue, one-off, uh, one-off event. But I think it might it might be a good opportunity. Uh, I think there would probably be a lot of popular opinion behind just checking out all the white supremacists in New Zealand, like the known white supremacists, going and, and knocking on a few doors and having a look around uh, as evidence gathering for this case. Uh, might be might be a good opportunity to curb a few civil liberties 
to get a little bit of information in this instance. No. Not as a regular thing. No. But uh, I, I think but it's a good idea. But doesn't it prove that we're stronger by not doing it? By saying, what you've done isn't going to stop us being us. But if you then start telling people we have to change everything we do, and you have to have security when you walk through every door... In the that, that's not, I'm, not what I'm saying. I'm saying a one-off investigation that curbs people's civil liberties slowly uh, to, to find... And then we have to have another one, and then we have to have another one. Why would you, why would you say that? Like, So you're going to curb civil liberties now, at this juncture now. So basically what you're saying is whenever you feel like it, you just... Flout the law. Uh, I don't. I don't know about flouting the law entirely, but 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 certainly having an extended look into what's going on into this uh, community that the police clearly haven't had a good enough look at. Yeah, but that means you're saying we're going to get rid of the laws that we don't like, so we can do as we please when we feel like it. No, no, just just push them out a bit. <laughs> just when you feel like it. Well, just... yeah. I'm, I'm so, so what's the point in having the law in the first place? Well, you know, it's, uh, it's good guidelines. But you're just going to break the guidelines whenever you feel like it. Well, laws get broken every day. But that's what I'm saying. Well, we're, supposed to be, we're supposed Hope, to be better than that. Hopefully not by the people who are trying to stop criminals. That's why we have laws. Uh, Is this uh, guy... Uh, see, uh, now I was in Sydney, and, and to be fair, I was trying to avoid it as much as possible and just get on with my holiday. <laughs> Once I knew my kids were safe, I just wanted to. But do we do we know that he is actually attached to some white supremacist groups? Don't know anything about him. No, no, they've got nothing. Apparently, they had no idea what was going on. So then, what's the point in going and attacking these people? Not attacking them. They're certainly having a good hard look at, uh, at what they're on about. You've to, but you've just basically gone oh let's have a look at these guys because, because he what, might have been a white what, supremacist what I have heard is that they had uh, they do have a lot of information in New Zealand about uh, Muslim extremists for example there's a whole bunch of people they're watching uh, they know a lot about gangs in New Zealand so Muggle Mob Black Power uh, whoever uh, but they don't have any information on uh, right wing extremists in New Zealand and I said well that is clearly something we've overlooked. I find that very hard to believe that they would well, not have some that, eyes on That's the information I've heard. From who? Uh, from the, from the police. They said they, they, don't, they, uh, they haven't um, been looking into it. Well, I'd be surprised if that's true. Oh. Well, they, uh, so they've been concentrating their, uh, uh, their work elsewhere, apparently. Now, the other thing is being overseas and trying to keep away from it. I heard at one stage that they had arrested four people there's the yeah. main guy, yeah. there's the helper, <laughs> is that the guy that they found at Papanui High in the camo I don't, I don't know. No, I heard, I heard he had nothing to do with it. Yeah, yeah no, he had nothing to do. He was out trying to help. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Bloody stupid. Oh, right. Okay. And now I think yeah. he's trying to sue for getting arrested or whatever. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But I haven't heard anything else about these other two. Who, no, who are no, they? No. Who are they? That's a good question. Like, is it like a driver and a lookout person or something I don't know uh, was one of them a woman was one of them his girlfriend or something I haven't heard anything else all I heard was yeah. like four no, I haven't, haven't, heard, haven't heard yet I guess okay. Uh, okay. We'll well, I haven't missed out. anything yet. yeah as time goes on so what about gun laws well again I don't think there's any real reason to, to I think 
Jacinda said she is. Yeah, she said she's definitely going to change uh, the gun laws in New Zealand, and then they're saying, oh, uh, all these semi-automatic weapons are flying off the shelves at the gun stores because people are fearing that these laws are going to change. I mean, one, that does make a difference because all... If they do pass the law that bans them, they buy them back. Hmm. Yeah. So it, it doesn't really matter. If people can go and buy a thousand of them, they'll still have to return them because they go, we're going to have a 12-month buyback program and after 12 months, it's illegal to have them and we'll have you in prison for six months if you... For mine, in a country like New Zealand, where there aren't any inherently dangerous wild animals, mm-hmm. uh, why does... Apart from the Kiwi. Why does anybody need a weapon that fires more than two shots before you need to reload it? Um, there is reasons. I would, what are they, Bryn? Uh, it escapes I, me. I, because what you're going to do is you're going to ban these weapons, right? But with very... Any weapon that fires more than yeah. two shots. I, I don't think we right. have the need for it. Right, so what you're doing is you're going to ban semi-automatic weapons and stuff. Okay. Well, what I heard is you can very easily take a weapon which isn't a semi-automatic yeah. and turn it into a semi-automatic by using the internet and easily accessible. Yeah, products. I think I think that only applies to like multi-shot gun, guns that would be uh, shooting say no, five, think, five or ten bullets. Uh, well, no, I think I think you can, well, unless you get rid of like, I think it's not as hard to do as people think. It was harder to do uh, probably back when uh, the Port Arthur massacre happened, but now with you know the internet and easy access, it's easier to do these things. So it's not really. Um, it, by banning them, oh, uh, is it going to stop the problem? If you're banning it from people who aren't a problem, and the people who are a problem will be able to skirt around it anyway. I, I'm not a hundred. Like I think that's the this the line for the uh, people who aren't a problem. It's like why are you banning something that can be easily skirted around? Uh, I think I think there is a, quite a large difference between the, the weapons that shoot one or two shots before you need so shotguns and like single loaded rifles and uh, the other range of guns uh, which shoot multiple shots you, you might need to like hand cock it each time or something uh, that might be the legal ones in New Zealand but the ones that uh, they have a chamber that has I don't know five or ten I'm, bullets in it I don't know enough about guns but from what I hear it isn't too hard to turn these guns into semi I, I think it's relatively easy to do that with one of the guns that has five or ten no, bullets in the no, chamber no, no, no. I don't think it's as easy to do it with like a shotgun uh, well I've heard it is okay, well, I, I, I well not a shotgun but with other ones so it, is that going to solve the problem by banning it or do we look at how we're doing things I'd rather them spend some time and figure out what's best then in 10 days time just ban stuff and then go well actually that doesn't make sense I think uh, from what uh, I gleaned from what Jacinta Ardern said uh, was that that actually had a whole bunch of recommendations yeah. that she'd been involved in working on yeah. that hadn't been passed that was, yeah, um, and, and she said look we, we should have passed them before we're going to pass them now yeah. but does it solve the problem that's the problem by doing this is actually going to stop the nutter and I don't think it does stop the nutter so but doesn't it make it harder for the nutter to get hold of a gun that can kill 50 people in well, such no, a short time probably not 
It do, it, surely it will make it harder. Well, I mean, they have to do another step. I mean, why? Oh, I come. I am not a pro gun person, but I. Bloody well, sounds like it. I do wonder if. You get backhanders for the NRA. <laughs> well, I just wonder are we just going to make a stupid law? And I don't like stupid laws. No, I, I think what Jacinda was talking about is something that they had been working on. She must have personally been involved in it with the amount that uh, she seemed to, to know about it and with the, with the certainty that she was speaking about it. I, I think that she's been personally involved with that legislation that didn't get passed and now she's going to make sure it gets passed. Yeah, we'll wait and see. Well, the other thing is, uh, if you really want to stop it, if you really want to cure a lot of ills in modern society, uh, surely what we need to do is, once again, impinge on people's civil liberties oh, for fuck's sake. by having everybody be integrated into society. Like, uh, like I say, it's very the worst thing you can do for any human being is, is, is leave them alone and not have them integrated uh, into the community. So what do you mean by that? Uh, that, uh, that we should uh, like spend more money on things like mental health, have it properly properly resourced. Um, you know, uh, make sure that uh, you know people aren't being left alone, uh, and uh, like uh, they're in regular contact uh, uh, with at least you know health professionals and things, uh, which which I don't think is, is uh, necessarily the case at the moment. But some people want to be left alone. I know, some people do. I, mean, I don't know if that's a good idea. I'm not sure if this would have helped this guy. I think he's perfectly functioning, just idiot. Yeah, I don't know. It just strikes me that he must have had something quite uh, seriously wrong with him. Yeah, he, he's a downtrodden white man. He feels like the world's against him. I think, I, think uh, I get the feeling that if mental uh, health services were properly funded... Uh, in this country or any country, I think you'd uh, see a big downturn in, in this kind of uh, uh, crime, uh, just because so many more people would be, uh, uh, you know, uh, integrated into the community. I think uh, you'd get a sort of a herd immunity if everybody was if more people were doing the right thing. That would leave less scope for some people to do the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, let's just agree that. All our thoughts and prayers go to all the all the people that were affected by that, and to the Muslim community, and everyone out there. I think we can all agree on that. Yeah. All right, Amon, you got uh, anything else prepared? Over B facts. B facts. Bryn, hit the B fact music. jobs according to their age. Oh, do tell. Do you have a list of the jobs they have? Like, I certainly do, Emma. Who are the accountants? My question is, when do they become the sexy honeybee? At what <laughs> age is it? They go off and have their sexy tongues. Uh, I, I don't think they do. Isn't that just like the the, the other ones that do that? Uh, okay. So, from one to two days old... Oh, can we guess? Okay, yeah, go. Uh, it's just I, I don't rubs. Uh, from one to two days old... Eaters. No. They have the job to clean the cells. They start with the one they were born in, 
and they uh, also keep the brood warm. Do you think so just a bit of tinying up around their own areas. Do you so think there's a guy who goes around and tells them, I <laughs> clean the shit up here. Yeah, how do you have to be to get that job? I want to do that. Yeah. Clean that mess up, you pig! Supervisor. <laughs> well, actually. Uh, okay, so from three to five days old, their job is to feed older larvae. So, like, older baby bees. Yeah, older baby bees. From 6 to 11... Who feeds the younger baby bees? From 6 to 11 days old, they have the responsibility to feed the youngest larvae. I could have guessed that. There you go. So, you start feeding the older larvae, and then you go and move on to feeding the younger Is it easier? I would have thought it would be harder to feed the older larvae, because they'll want more food, won't they? Uh, Maybe that's it. Maybe as you get older, you get the easier jobs. Maybe. Uh, from 12 to 17 days old, they are producing wax, carrying food, building combs, uh, and have undertaker duties. Ooh, that's a bit grim. Do you have to do all that, or like to do, do go, right, you're undertaker, you're carrying food? I, I think you, you just do whatever you're closest to, wouldn't you? Do a bit of, do a bit of everything? Yeah. Work both ways. Carry a dead body out, right. uh, bring in some wax. Do you, when do you get to do the cool job of flying out and gathering stuff? Wait, I'm not. It's still two more jobs. Oh. Uh, 18 to 21 days old, they're protecting the hive entrance and have guard duty. Oh. There you go. How long, like, in a 24-hour period, how long do you guard for? Uh, I don't have that movie on me. That material on me. I would, I would need to know that before I accept that job. Right. Like, is it 12 hours on, 12 hours I'll off? I'll make a note to ask the Queen for you. From 22 days to the end of their life, around 40 to 45 days, they fly from the hive and collect pollen and nectar and water. Woohoo! That's my job. And that's it. Uh, apart from, I'd be scared of heights. Are be, do bees ever suffer from vertigo? No, they can fly. I suppose you'd be that worried about heights if you could fly. Well, when I'm in a plane, I'm still worried about the height. What if the plane crashes? Okay, but if you personally can fly, yeah, you, but you have control. You know how you're feeling. You'd be like, oh, my wing's a bit sore. Maybe I'll give it a miss. You know. Yeah, but what if you're flying along and then just all of a sudden, like you're at Kelly's heel, it just goes ping, and one of your wings doesn't work all of a sudden. You crash to the ground, die. Do you often get these kind of fears when you're walking down the street? This that, is the uh, kind of shit I don't go to sleep about anymore. That you, your leg might break and you fall over and crack your head on the pavement and die? I have thought that, yes. Right. Do you know what I do get a morbid fear of? Is when I see little kids running on concrete. I just assume every one of them is going to trip over and stop their fall with their face. My son did that the other day. Like, really hammered his head into the concrete. <laughs> You've, and, done, you've uh, done it a few times, haven't you? Uh, and uh, doesn't, no, didn't, didn't seem to... We're talking to the doctor and stuff, and there's no... He's quite dense. He's quite dense. They're like, no, no, he's fine. There's not even any bruise there. <laughs> uh, what are, what are the, uh, that's a good segue into uh, what I was going to say. Irrational fears. Kind of, like, I have... I'll give you an example. <clears throat> like little kids running around that's real that's true but another thing is mice and rats probably probably more mice the smaller ones I get the heebie-jeebies 
when I think of like a mice, a mice, a mouse running over me or something like that or touching it or... A... I didn't mess around with my toes once. They would freak me out. It was kind of ticklish. Yeah, that's what I'd expect it to be. And not, not a gentle, friendly mouse, it was a rabid, dangerous mouse, I think. You think? Yeah, he had an eye patch on. He, he looked a bit tough. And was he going, squeak, 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 Yeah. <laughs> Where was this, Brian? Where was this? Uh, I was in the sharing shed. Ugh, gross. Because we were sleeping in the sharing shed, and I stood up, and then it went... Oh, God, no! Don't do it. Over, 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 my, over both of my feet. <laughs> I would hate... Oh, I fucking hate that. Hang on, did you have bare feet on? Yeah, I could get out of bed. I could put shoes on when I'm going to sleep. You're sleeping in a shearing shed? Yeah. <laughs> okay, back up. What is this story? Why are you sleeping in a shearing shed? Just, uh, we're there on a road trip. We had to stay somewhere. So I'm just staying in the shearing shed. <sighs> oh, God. Thank God I never rode. That was... Because there was... The shearing shed where the youngest we were then up there were sharing quarters and that's where the older people were and there was a large sort of paddock in between with a clothesline in the middle of it and this guy <laughs> it was blowing a sheer gale one night one night and uh, this little guy just goes and just running along screaming and he just went oh! <laughs> <laughs> and decapitated himself go back Right across the road, he caught the clothesline. Just this big red mark standing there for like 12 hours. Like that. <laughs> That's the kind of thing you want to catch on uh, camera. <laughs> I had mice in uh, one of the apartments I lived in in uh, Melbourne. I kept setting out traps. Every every uh, morning I'd come out to check the traps and there'd be like a couple of mice there, dead. I'd have to... Uh, take their corpses out to the rubbish uh, but they just kept coming I kept asking the landlord but he didn't want to do anything about it so I ended up having to like, climb underneath the because I figured out where they were coming from uh, depending on where the traps were as I laid them out I started to lay them out everywhere I said well they're only in this area and so, so then I honed in on that area and then I'm like well they're only coming from inside that cupboard somewhere and I went inside the cupboard uh, it was, was like a very slow radar I was, not, I was face to face with a rat. Oh my god. Oh, that's your mouse, probably. Oh. Uh, <laughs> it looked big up close. <laughs> and, and it ran off uh, through a hole in the wall. I said, grabbed its tail? That's, that's where they're coming from, and I filled it up with uh, polyfiller, and then I didn't have mice anymore. I hope you found 20 bucks in a dragon. <laughs> no throttling or anything. That's a bad story. Maybe you should hear that some mice story comes after eight months. <laughs> we, we had mice in our last house, and I caught one and got it in a bucket, and then uh, a live one. Yeah, a live one, and then took it outside. How did you catch it? You clearly did not touch it. No, I put the bucket over it, yeah. and then slid a piece of cardboard underneath right. it, yeah. and then tipped it up, and then carried it that out. That would have been a harrowing moment for you getting that cardboard. Didn't yeah, it was, because, you know, you're trying to slide it under. <laughs> you know those things can get under a, just a small slide. You fucking don't, you fucking dear. That was not fun. But, so I thought, I went outside with the intention of drowning it, because I heard that's the most humane way of doing it. 
Yeah, trannies would be sweet. Yeah, well, I have heard, I've heard that. Uh, but I couldn't bring myself to do it. I couldn't bring myself to drown it. So you, you flicked up in the air and hit it with a spade? <laughs> no, I did use a spade, though. I, oh. <laughs> I got the spade and put it behind its neck. Yeah. And then just went, pushed it down to, to break its spinal cord. I thought that was probably the best way to How do it. How did you hold it still? Do this, so I just well, it was at the bottom of the bucket, so I just oh, put the spade in. The oh, I'm not fucking touching it. <laughs> that's, that's generally my go-to for killing yeah. animals. Yeah. yeah, so I did that. So I did that, and uh, but it didn't die. It just screamed. <laughs> so you walked away? No, so I went bang, 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 bang. <laughs> did it a whole lot of time and cut it into all sorts of pieces. <laughs> you horrible person. Oh, I am a horrible person. Make sure your spade's quite sharp. Yeah, no, my spade wouldn't have been sharp. That was that yeah, was a terrible experience. Violent. I remember. remember also, makes gardening easier if you remember once at mum and dad's, there was a, like a funky smell coming from the kitchen for a while, and then the smell went away, and then like <laughs> years later, we were cleaning out the bottom cupboard, bottom drawer of the bread cupboard, and we lifted the bread thing out. And the, at the very back, you know, the, the back wall of the cu- of the drawer, there was a little mouse skeleton over there, and obviously someone had pulled the drawer out and like broken its back or something, so it was stuck there. But it was just the skeleton; that was all that was there. Everything else had rotted away. <laughs> it was disgusting. Right. Twenty dollars and uh, and dragon. What's twenty dollars and a dragon? Well, it helps make your story more exciting. I found twenty dollars at the end of the dragons. Right. Fair enough. Uh, what else you got for us, Amor? Um. No, hang on a minute. Hang on, hang on. I said my irrational fear. What are you, you guys? Are you guys? Do you guys have any irrational fears? I have a deep-seated fear of bottomless water. Like really, really deep water. So you would find it hard to swim out, like, because I've been out fishing before out in the ocean, and then oh, if no, it's really hot, no, jump out. No, <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, like if you're on a boat out in the middle of the ocean somewhere, mm. and people are jumping off into the water. No, <laughs> no I wouldn't be doing that. Why not? It's just like no. What if you sink? I mean, it's making me feel quite crazy <laughs> just thinking about it. Huh? Everyone's <laughs> 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 got a long one. Everyone's got a long one. That's, uh, that's I, I understand. I have kind of felt a little bit of that sometimes when I jump out, but it's too much fun. So I just push that to the side. What about you, Brendan? Like, you know I mean, like a bay. I can go swimming at the beach. Yeah. And like this bay, that's fine. Um, just really deep water. But have you thought about the open ocean off the side of the boat? No land in sight. Yeah. Fuck that. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> but have you thought that if the beach was on its side, like, like if the beach lifted up, you would be nothing below you? So coming from the side, it's just as like deep from the side. They uh, can swim in again. It, it doesn't make me. Have you have you, have you not seen um, Sharktopus? Mm, no. No, neither have I. <laughs> so, Shark, which is also an octopus. No, is it? Yeah. Do tell. <laughs> and it's one of the best movies I've seen. But yeah, it was 
Fantastic. Oh, it could come on land. <laughs> Sharks are everywhere. <laughs> oh, God. Um, How did they beat it in the end? Spoilers. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't. Yeah, so uh, yeah. so I can only think of this one scene where the, this person is sitting on the sand and this tentacle comes out of the water and grabs him. But for it to work, after seeing the octopus, the beach would have to have, like, the beach would have to go in a meter and then drop off, like, 20 <laughs> metres down for the, the octopus to be able to fit there. Like, where they, the tentacle popped out. Like, it would either, just be a dangerous beach normally. Either there, either there, or it would be fucking obvious that the octopus <laughs> is right in front of you. So it's like, oh, that's awesome. I just, I, that's all I think about <laughs> And this is your irrational fear, is it, of sharks pusses? No, that's a real fear. <laughs> it's not. Obviously, it's not irrational. You um, So, what's your irrational fear? Most things I can't control, like in the dark, being on planes. Being in the dark. Yeah. If you jump out at me in the dark, I will throw punches. <laughs> <laughs> Swing first, ask questions later. <laughs> I can imagine. Like, I can just imagine you doing that. I've been quite close to knocking Boo Boo out one night. That's <laughs> 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 cold. It's not funny. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How dark would it have to be, though? Like, are we talking pitch black, or, or, or just, just like just enough light. for you to be able just to? Just like a moonless night, or? It could be a moon night if you're just coming from a dark place and I can't see you. Um, planes, I hate oh, planes. I wish you some light hanging out in the dark, dark places. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah. Can't stand flying. You can't stand flying? Yeah, it depends, I think. Uh, uh, but I think, uh, I think a little bit of that is um, the indigestion I get from sitting with my knees buried into my chest in those tiny little seats. No, mine is the fear of the plane crashing into the ground like he made. Um. <laughs> <laughs> after, after a few hours of sitting like that, though, you start to come up with some irrational fears as, uh, as your bowels are starting to contract and on themselves. What? Why are you just going to the toilet? Like, he's sitting like this at the bloody seat. because oh, I stand up and that's for walks. Yeah, no. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you the trick to that. I've just uh, flown over to Sydney and back, and I didn't have any problems with that. Do you know why? My business class? No, <laughs> no I didn't. But close. I sat in the uh, exit, uh, you know, the emergency exit, right? Heaps of room. In fact, too much room. So if you can't do that, just sit up the front of the plane. There's actually more leg room in those front seats than in the back seats. Oh yeah, there's way more. I always sit in that front first row. I get I get the cheapest airline I can find, but I get that very front row where you're sitting with the air hostess. Oh, I don't like that. that. I don't like that. Yeah, no, I, I get that seat all the time. No, but all the, those first maybe ten rows or so, there's a little bit more leg room than, oh, than the back ones here. Oh no, I get the very front seat. You do have to pay a little bit more, but it's not that much more. Go on the cheaper airlines, you go for Virgin Blue or whatever it is, and, uh, and they, they say they don't have a first class, but uh, if you get that front row of seats, you get all the leg room you could possibly want. See, I get into planes and I assess things, like how quickly can I make a shank? Right. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking I'd get the... Uh, how is making a shank going to save you from crashing? 
Well, no, in case somebody decides to get all rowdy. This is a terrorist or something. I can quickly rip, I think, just rip the uh, tray off and be able to get one of the arms and make a shank with that. Where I? Right to the throat. Hey, hey, hey. Shank, right yeah. there. Fire it, Pam. That's right, that's all you need. That's all you need. So I was in the Cory Lounge uh, yesterday. Uh, yeah. And, uh, man, they just ply you with alcohol in that place. They just, it's like, uh, the one I went to in Sydney, they had, like, they've got the bottles of alcohol there that you can just add. They've got the post mix, yeah. and then beside that, they've got all the bottles of alcohol. But then they also have a full-on bar where they'll make you cocktails and everything. Yeah. I've heard they're now thinking about making more, like, some airlines are now making exclusive rooms now because there's so many people joining up the system to go into those lounges. Yeah, they are... I worked uh, in one of those places, the, the one in Melbourne, the Corners Lounge in Melbourne, and it was huge, and there was it was just full all the time. Mm. There's always hundreds of people in there, and they're all just trying to get boozed. Yeah. And I was like, what the hell? So <laughs> Occasionally they bring out food, and people will just mob it, uh, you know, pick off the bits that they want, the sausage rolls or whatever, and leave all the salad. Uh, and uh, it was a not very nice place to be, really. <laughs> Ian New Zealand one's a bit classier than that. Oh, okay. I, th- I found the only useful for a shower. And who wants to drink? Because you can get on a plane. You don't want to be licking up. You yeah. free piss on the plane anyway. I, I couldn't think of anything worse than that licking on the plane. These, these, there was these people there and they were like, <laughs> they were like shouting to each other across the corridor. lounge. They're going, Mark, can you give me another one? We'll have one more before we go. Don't worry, John. I think we're going with two more before we go. <laughs> I was like, oh, God almighty. Imagine sitting behind them in the plane. Yes, I did. They were right in front of me in the plane. <laughs> <laughs> you were sitting there, and then the slight dripping sun coming out of their seat. <laughs> I literally sat down. They sat down, like, at the same time. I just turned to go and went, oh, fuck. <laughs> Did you have a third? Did I have a what? Third. Yes, one. we did. Yep. I tell you what, it doesn't matter if you use the Amon method. I'll okay? say. So that's those little plastic uh, ear, uh, earmuff thingies you put into your ear. You know, the little blocker thingies so you can't hear anything. Headphones over the top of that and eye mask on. You're dead to the world. But I wanted to watch, uh, watch a movie. And I have to assess on who I have to kill. <laughs> <laughs> he needs to be alert at all times. I like to get on the plane first. Have you listened to podcasts through your, through your headpiece? Yeah, but I didn't want to listen to podcasts. I wanted to watch TV. Soothing music, go to sleep. There's, it's like nobody else exists when you get, when you put on the kit. It's great. Uh, luckily, they went to sleep. <laughs> I was so boosted they went to sleep for the trip. So. Right, well, I think it must be about time for the versus battle. Brendan, hit the versus battle no, music. No, Emmett. What? Hey, Emmett. Yes. Versus battle music. It's versus time. It's Emmett versus Brendan. Who is going to to win? Versus battle time. We'll cut this bit. Shall we just get straight into Let's it? Let's get straight into it, Amon. Uh... Slim Pickens out there today. No, there's not. There's heaps. You always say that. Just uh, got to listen. But, uh... There's the drunk guy the in New Zealand. Is, the internet is voted. Versus Sharktopus. <laughs> uh, as we had Callum call in, 
I don't know, we had Cat Callum? We had Callum call in anyway. <laughs> if he does get Cat Callum called in. Uh, so we'll uh, kick it off with Callum uh, versus the elephant in the room. So this is a talking elephant. Yeah, versus an elephant that's in the room, yes. Well, who was the talking elephant? So it's not in an open field this time. It's oh. in a room, in this room. So an elephant in this room versus Callum. Okay, I'm going to go Callum because when you say there's an elephant in the room, there's actually nothing in the room. There's not an elephant. No, he said there's actually an elephant. So there's an actual elephant. An actual yeah. elephant in this room. For Callum. An actual elephant in this room. Versus Callum in this room. Versus Callum in this room. All right. Can I just say one? No. <laughs> I think. Look, uh, look, David, think about it. An actual elephant in this room yeah. takes up like ninety percent of this room. <laughs> this room. It's quite a large room, but it's it, not that large. Its natural instincts will be to get to rage out. <laughs> but Callum will be ready to fight, and he'll use anything. Callum won't be able to fight. <laughs> a raging out elephant in this room. He will be mincing, and the elephant won't even mean to probably. Just will happen. I, have, I bet Callum, he's very resourceful, and the elephant will start like knocking into things, it won't be able to turn around properly, all Callum has to do is nimbly get round behind it, or to the side Callum behind it. Callum is known for his nimbleness. Yeah, exactly. And then just uh, keep stabbing it with a pen. Yeah, a shank. It's a shank. It's got the shank. Stab it. Yeah, it just In the to, kidney. Just have to roll. He wouldn't know. It just, the thrashing of the trunk would get him before he knew as the elephant raged out. No, Callum's very nimble. Not he is easily easily get around the elephant and the I elephant know what Callum would do. He would jump behind the couch and sit there. <laughs> the elephant goes away. <laughs> <laughs> Even though the only way for the elephant to get out would be to go through the couch and out the. No, <laughs> because he's it. you've forgotten the rules. Callum is motivated to fight. Yeah, I know, but Callum still would hide behind the couch. No, nimble. Callum's nimble. Using the shank, uh, he'd be able to rip off the seat of the. Um, Exercise bike there. Use that as a shield. There's so many weapons he can use it. There's a curtain <laughs> rail. shield. <laughs> yeah, for the trunk to like, fend off the trunk. Yeah. Uh, lots of little pieces to stick well, in its. He can't stick have the whole room. The elephant takes up ninety percent. Stick in its trunk. Lots of those pins and those uh, and that map there. Be able to get them out and. Oh, you deal to an elephant with those pins. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it would even read this <laughs> to the eye. <laughs> right, well, the internet has voted. Yes. And the winner is elephant. <laughs> elephant in the room. See, I feel. I feel no. Go. <laughs> uh, continue on with this theme because uh, I want to see where this one goes. Right. Uh, we've got Emmett. Yes. Versus uh, a rabid mouse skeleton. <laughs> Alright, I go first? Sure. So, a rabid mouse skeleton. Yes. So, the skeleton's alive. It's a skeletal mouse. Was it dead? Is it just uh, a skeleton? It's thing? an animated skeleton. Like, you know, from. Uh, oh, the skeleton from fantasy. Even dies of a heart attack. Doesn't come close. Like, it can even. Like, it get hard enough time killing that real mouse. A rabid, skeletal, ghost mouse coming at him. He's dead. Uh, I don't think I would, because the thing I don't like about the, the mice is, like, kind of all the furry 
bits and the whiskers and stuff like that. And the skeleton mouse won't have it. I'll just stand on it. It'll be quite easy. It's that furry kind of ticklet. Yeah, but I'll just stand on it. <laughs> rabbit. Yeah. yeah. And you bite you. You get the rabies and you're dead. Well, if I, actually, if I've got bare feet like I do now, that could be, that could be awkward. And they scuttle real fast, too. Yeah. I'm telling you, though. You just go up your leg. Actually, you, actually skeleton mouse wouldn't be, wouldn't be, um, no, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be as scary as a real mouse. Right, you got to one. Uh, so the winner of that one uh, will be, uh, according to the internet, Emmett. Yes. He uh, would eventually, in his screeching and jumping around, crush the <laughs> Accidentally mouse. crush the mouse. Accidentally crush the mouse. Oh, actually, I've got another story about creepy crawlies. Uh, a little bit along the lines of the elephant versus Gareth. Even unintentionally, uh, the elephant slash Emmett would win. Right. So, we've got one more. I'll put that down for next week. Uh, so we've got uh, a bee that is between 18 and 21 days old uh, versus uh, a little kid after hitting their head on the concrete. Oh, I can't remember. What is 18 to 20? They're the guard bees. Guard Oh, I'll take the little kid. This is a toddler. Yeah, I'll take He's just had his head on the concrete. Yeah, I'll take Uh, Because... Unless the child is allergic... Here, I'm, I'm arguing for Britain... Uh, to the bee. The bee can only give one sting. And sure, the kid is already distressed, and another sting will just make it more distressed. But it's not going to die, and the bee will die. That's a good point, Timmy. That's a good point. Thanks. So, what this bee does, because mm. he knows he's into a fight to death, knows stings it, it's ripping him to pieces, so he mm. ain't going to do that. Mm. He's just going to terrorise this small kid. Already had head injury, mm. not thinking clearly, blood coming out of his face. He's just going to scare him, scare him, scare him until he runs him into a car. Right. He's a thinking bit. Well, there's no... It's an open field. There's no cars. Yes, there is. No. <laughs> no, there isn't. In all these fights, there's never been cars. <laughs> yes, there is, because they've got built, built by that robot. <laughs> These are well known for their uh, problem solving and uh, tool use. Bullshit! They don't work like that! These idiots. That's a good point, actually. Uh, Emmett wins! Yes! About time. Uh, now, social media. You got any social media, Britt? Oh, let's have a look, eh? No, I've got no social media. <sighs> Well, I have got... I don't know if it's actual social media as such, but uh, I have been roundly told off on my trip to Sydney. Yeah. Because my famous doctor friend, who is... Uh, not doctor, a uh, famous... Uh, is she a doctor? Yeah. Famous doctor friend. Uh, Sarah Mackay. Uh, is she? Yeah. <sighs> Shit, I don't know. She wrote a book. She listens Water to this friend. too. She's going to be... Famous author friend. Okay, make sure you cut the rest of the stuff out. My famous author friend... I'm not putting it up if you don't cut that out. <laughs> My famous author friend is... Uh, I'm not cutting it. <laughs> is desperate to come on this show. Now, I said we didn't want to do it because we're intimidated. This is you intimidated. You were too! No, don't I Don't give me that shit. No, because you have to organise it. You go, you organise it. You go, okay. Uh, 
have to give me plenty of warnings, so let's read a book first. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I plan uh, on not reading the book. Right. Uh, and just reading the title. I think you should judge a book by its cover. It's a <laughs> judge it. <laughs> it's got the graphics on it, so it generally tells you all about the story. Right. I'm going to listen to the audiobook. I've read parts of it, but I'm going to listen to it. Is there an audiobook? No, I don't think so. Oh, <laughs> but I thought what I might do is read it out loud, record it, and then listen back to it. Ah, sensible. Yeah. Okay. And then maybe release it as an audiobook. Underground. Yeah. Don't tell her. Uh, so we'll have to interview her uh, next time. But she just wants to come along and be part of the show, really. This is one of her favourites, along with all her sciencey, proper, flashy <laughs> podcasts that we don't understand. She likes that one for some god-benown reason. Right, right. I do know why she likes that one. Why? Because she's told me why she likes that one. It's because the other ones are, you know, sciencey, intelligent. Intellectual ones. This one's not. <laughs> <laughs> There's, there's no brain power required to listen to our podcast. She's like, ah, flush the mind. Now get back to decent stuff. She keeps saying, oh, I might go back and listen to some old uh, 3Bs podcasts when I was over there. And I walked on on her a few times listening to podcasts. At no stage did I hear the 3Bs. <laughs> this isn't the beat! You should have just played it. I, I have some feedback. Yes. Uh, the feedback that I've got uh, says that Britain really needs to come up with uh, something uh, that he's done this week other than no, I didn't do anything. Was uh, it, so that's getting a bit old. Was it from... Uh, I couldn't say. It's from a person. <laughs> was uh, it from the I, fourth B? So <laughs> I'd just like to say the rest of our listeners out there, if you want to, if you want to message in and criticise Britain, <laughs> uh, that, that would be fine. And uh, also a recommendation, once again, to li- listen to the back catalogue of uh, the 3Bs because there's some gold in there. Not now. <laughs> yeah, it's average. Come on, today's. Alright. It's alright. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get here. Alright, uh, that'll do it for this week. I'm Emmett. I'm Brad. And I'm the Game On. Now, buzz off. <laughs> <laughs>